All right, all right, all right, everyone. So this has been an interesting few days. I spoke my truth about a uh, specific swimmer that was a dude, is a dude, no longer a dude, identifies as not a dude, but still has dude's parts, whatever. I'm not anti-trans. Not at all. I am pro-freedom. And I am very, very anti a dude that couldn't compete with men going to the women's league and smashing national and global records in the pool in the women's league as a man. And everybody else standing by and just watching it happen, saying nothing about it. Really? The UFC incident wasn't enough? Or maybe did that just give this man an idea to be like, oh, well, shit, man, if I can identify as anything I want, I'm going to be a chick, dude. And if they don't like it when uh, I beat their asses, they can just suck my dick. Ha, 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 ha. It's real funny. So from now on, I'm going to be speaking my truth here on the podcast and working it into how it's affecting entrepreneurship, how it's affecting lifestyles, and how it's affecting education. So I'll be keeping it real, y'all, because I'm done just watching and standing by in silence, feeling silenced, and then dealing with those emotions of silence, and then taking it out on the people that are close to me. That's no longer going to be the thing because they don't deserve that. They don't deserve to be, you know, misunderstood. They don't deserve to be growled at when I'm grouchy and not be told an explanation. Like people have been asking me, what's your deal, dude? Like, okay, here's my deal. And then I'll relate it to our, our three pillars here. Entrepreneurship, lifestyle, and education. So my deal is, just told you my deal. That's like the the whole point of it was that was a boiling point where I was like, no more, enough's enough. I didn't stand up enough about masks other than I just lived it, man. I didn't talk about it. I was very silent about being anti-mask mandate. But you obviously see where I'm coming from. I'm I'm not pro-mask. I'm not pro-vax. And if y'all are and you're offended, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry that, that that's the case. However, I have my own stance. And my deal is we've been wearing masks for over two years. I've lost friends because of the pandemic. I've lost clientele over the pandemic. I've lost... A little bit of sanity over this period, but I also gained a lot of things. Okay, so it's not an all bad thing, but I do want to say that from this point forth, I'm going to be speaking my truth. I'm not going to be holding my tongue on things like Jackie Robinson and 
Leah Thomas being in the same ballpark, let alone the same conversation or same paragraph. That's not okay. And if you're with me, cool. But don't be quiet about it. Bring it to your school board meetings. Like, hey, um, my daughter came home the other day and mentioned that there was a child in a litter box in the restroom because she identifies as a cat. And, you know, my child asked me, hey, isn't this wrong? Okay, if your child asks you that, bring something like that to you. What are you going to tell them? You're going to be like, oh, well, you know, in uh, today's world, in, uh, well, the new world order, well, um, you see, honey, you know, no, you don't have an explanation other than to tell them, hey, yeah, um, you need to leave Susie alone because um, she can actually do that. She can actually identify as a cat and, and it's okay. And, and yeah, so the, the superintendent actually got some paperwork um, from the parents saying, hey, can you put a litter box in the bathroom for Susie? Because she identifies as a cat. If you don't see that that's the line, if you don't see that that's wrong, if you don't see that that is a whole nother level of fucked up and coddling that we don't need, you know, sure, man. You know what, little Susie, if you want to go home and be a cat, by golly, by George, you go be a goddamn cat, Susie. Be the best goddamn cat there is. When you come to school with the rest of these kids, you just have to be Susie. And that's okay. It's okay to just be Susie. Because Susie's special. There's nothing special about that cat except for the fact that Susie gets to escape. There's nothing special about Leah Thomas breaking records, smashing, shattering global records. There's nothing special about her, him, they. They're not special. The only thing that makes them special is all this attention that they're getting. Now that they have broken records and shattered social norms and those social norms were never meant to be shattered. Those norms were meant to be left the fuck alone. Those norms have kept peace and sanity among our national population for eons. And it's always just been an understood thing that you can do whatever the fuck weird shit you want in your own home, in the privacy of your own space that you own, that's yours. Doesn't affect the public. Truly, I think that once you break the barrier plane of your front door, you should be able to do meth. You should be able to shoot up heroin, whatever the fuck you want to do. Okay, to that extent, I, I don't care. What it is you do in your home, I don't care. When you come to work, or you come to school, or you come to a common area of society where there's other people trying to work and trying to make a living and trying to set records for themselves and trying to motivate other people to be better, they're trying to put up numbers, lead their team. When you come into my environment, my work environment, this should be everybody's mindset. You just come as you are. You shouldn't feel compelled 
to 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 be something else. And again, I'm not anti anything. I'm not anti trans. If you want to be trans, be trans. Cool. But come to work, just like everybody else, presentable, in the proper attire. Just come to work, and be a part of the team. There's too many people trying to grab attention in the most obscene ways. It's it's just really strange. However, do whatever the hell you want at home. I don't care. That's your home. People have been lighting me up. They've been lighting up my Facebook page, telling me like how wrong I am, how wrong my opinion is. And that's okay, man. I knew that was going to happen. I knew people were going to come at me and say, hey, man, I don't agree. Because <laughs> you know what? If we all agreed, it'd be pretty fucking boring. I'd be bored out of my skull if we all agreed on everything. If we all wore the same clothes. If we all liked the same favorite color. If everybody owned the same couch from Ikea. And Ikea was the only furniture provider. And they had to tell you, okay, well, you have two, two choices. You have the black couch or the white couch black table or the white table you know what we'll never get there I don't want to go to that point because it's boring expressionism is very valuable I'm not discounting being expressive I'm not discounting being yourself I'm not discounting being another sex another race like hey you know what you tired of having uh, white skin like man, I'm tired of I'm tired of having white skin in a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. Feel out of place. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go tan, get my hair dyed so I'll blend in. Cool man, cool lady, cool they, whatever you wanna do. That's cool, that's on you, fine. Do what you wanna do, but when it comes to interfering with an organization such as college swimming or the UFC or anything like that, you gotta know where the freaking line is, people. I understand there's no trans leagues. I get it. We need those. Everybody needs to have opportunity. But up until now, there hasn't been a lot of, you know, trans humans that have been coming out. There hasn't been a lot of People coming out and talking about it. Social media is just now exposing all these different subcultures and things of the world. And it's great. I love the subcultures. But leave the organizations out of it. Because it's crushing dreams. These little girls that have swam their whole life. Because it's what they love to do. And they wanted to go to the Olympics someday. Swam their whole life. And some of them are on scholarship. They're swimming for that money, for that scholarship, so they can go get an education. They know they're not good enough to go pro, whatever. But they're still there. They're still competing. And when a dude, twice their size, gets in the pool and beats all their asses, that tells little girls everywhere, little girl athletes everywhere, that watch out if you want to compete with this dude, this dude now trans to a woman, with all this extra testosterone, because it's biology, you as the little girl have to get ready to shove a needle in your ass to compete with this dude. 
You got to do operations, steroids. You're, you're trying to think, shit, how can I compete with this, with this new breed of swimmer? Fuck. No. Wake up. You don't have to compete with this new breed of swimmer because there is no such thing as a new breed of swimmer. They need their own class. They need their own sanctioned league. That's how it goes. So start speaking up. Seriously. And if you don't like what I'm saying, then please unfollow. But how this correlates to business, how this correlates to entrepreneurship, it's discouraging. It's very discouraging for these young athletes. Because maybe they weren't going to go pro, but now they see no chance. They have no belief. And people are going to start walking away from the sport. Like, God, what's the point? None of us will ever be able to achieve first place. What's the point? So they'll be discouraged. They might drop out of class. They can't have that scholarship because homeboy beat them out. So, so they got to go work three jobs to pay for school and then they drop out because they're so overwhelmed. You're going to see potential leaders of our country, these young women, Potential leaders be smashed, their dreams completely crushed, their belief in self completely gone. And if it's not gone, it's very damaged. They go to try to live their day-to-day knowing that they got to compete with that? With those numbers? Yeah, sure, some will stay, they'll do the juice, they'll get testosterone injections, sure. They may even transition to where this guy's at and beat him. But why does it have to come to that? And it it causes a lot of people to stay face, right? Like, oh, I better uh, just uh, shut the fuck up about this one, uh, Tim. Because we all want to say it, but we can't because we might lose our jobs because the network is left extremist, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, it's problematic. Any way you spin it, it's problematic. And if you don't see that it is problematic or even remotely how it's problematic, then please read a book. Please feel the room. Please be a part of the solution. I'm not a hate monger. I'm not an anti-whatever. I'm not a transphobe. I am pro-freedom. I'm pro-fairness. Because it's not fair to Leah either. They can't compete with her. How's that fair to him? Her? They? How's that fair to any of those people? It's not. And if it's just a publicity stunt. Or it's for real. I believe it's for real. I believe this person really wants to be a woman. And I believe this person really wants to swim in collegiate. However... I don't believe that right now that can be a thing. I believe that the only way right now that could be a thing is if you were able to sanction performance enhancing drugs all across the board, no holds bar, you'd have Hulk ladies swimming, splashing, crashing, tearing down the ropes in the pool, just aggressively, just, you know, fast. Fast, fast, fast. And it would be like going to a NASCAR race. 
like these super machines just going at it head to head. Is that what we want? Is that is that really what we crave as a society? Is that? I don't know. I hope not. I hope you're not telling your kids that Leah's a hero. Because she's not. She's not a hero. She's, she's brave. Sure. We'll give her that. Sure is brave. But at what cost? At what cost? What are we teaching our kids? What are we teaching future business owners? Are we teaching future business owners that there's no, there's no point because there's always going to be some somebody with a unfair advantage no matter what field you're playing in? A Such an unfair advantage, in fact, that there's no such thing as first place. Is that what we're trying to teach our kids to not compete with anybody anymore? There's no such thing as winning first place? What the fuck is the point of that? I don't understand. But maybe you can help me by posting to the Facebook page, Get Up and Grind. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me that this is right. Tell me that this is wrong. Be a part of the conversation. I'm not hate mongering. I'm not spitting venom. I just want change. I want fairness. I want equality in sports. Especially at the collegiate level. I want people to be teaching people to do the right thing. I want people to stand up when when they when they reach the line, when the shit reaches their line. You need a designated line, first of all. And then when shit gets so bad, you have to have a line. And then when it gets to that line, you've got to speak up. And I'm pretty I'm pretty patient. And I've been very patient with, with a lot of this narrative. And just like live and let live mentality, man. But it's not enough. Sometimes the live and let live mentality is not enough. It's not enough. It's passivity. Being passive is appropriate until it's not. Like... Papa Joe down there and down there with the football team, University of Penn State. Yeah, that's right, Pennsylvania State. The Nittany Lions. They were passive. There was some shady, nasty, disgusting shit going on down there, and everybody just kind of looked the other way. Nobody spoke up. And then years later, there was a whistleblower. And I believe it was like three or four, maybe five seasons. Penn State could go play ball, but none of their stats would count toward the BCS Bowl. So they could never, ever, ever, ever go to a bowl game for the next five years because they were on probation. And if you don't know what I'm talking about with the Penn State thing, look it up. It's pretty bad, but a lot of people have forgotten about it. 
And it was such a bad deal, in fact, that Papa Joe Paterno passed away shortly uh, after, you know, it was all said and done court-wise and everything was decided, you know, what the punishment was. And uh, Mr. Sandusky, Coach Sandusky, was the uh, was the guy, man. He was he was touching players. He was, you know, he was getting getting busy with people he shouldn't have been getting busy with. And nobody fucking spoke up about it until they did. I mean, I'm talking a decade and some change later. It all came out. Because if it would have came out right away, they all would have lost their jobs, man. It would have been bad. Bad, bad, bad. But in the heat of all of it, Joe Paterno passes away. I think, you know, he had a heart attack from the stress. To be honest with you, like, going through that and knowing that, like, that shit was going on under his nose. Whether he knew about it or not, I have no idea. But... I mean, if it was that bad, how could you not? It was just kind of one of those double-edged blade things that you do, you're damned. If you don't, you're still damned. So to kind of dig out of that, just just wanted to dive into some, some things. The moral of that story with Penn State was, at the end of the day, it's not okay. And you got to speak up. Like, if you see something that's not okay... Say something that's not right. You witness something that's not right. Had somebody spoke up a long time ago, we we may we may have been able to ebb the progression of the attacks. May have been able to do it, but now, like that, they waited all that time. There were more people affected in a negative way because nobody said anything. Because there was no whistleblower. He was said to have stopped, according to whatever, uh, some of the fellow coaches or whatever that were involved in the investigation. Again, look into it. Don't quote me on any details, but I'm just nutshelling this. Had they stopped it then and put his ass in prison then, he wouldn't have had another 10, 15 years to do the same bullshit that he was doing. Imagine how many victims... There were. Because nobody said bah. That's my point. Limit the number of victims. When you see something that's fucked up and it's not right. You got to speak up. You got to speak your piece. You got to speak your mind. And I'm no longer going to be speaking my mind on Facebook. This is going to be my only platform where I will speak my mind. So please do follow Please do subscribe, whether you go through Apple, Spotify, the Anchor app. Uh, I believe I'm on Amazon Podcast. I'm not sure, though. But please do follow the Get Up and Grind page on Facebook. And if you want more content like this, feed me content through the Facebook page. And I will riff and rant and get real on it. You can send questions, but again, uh, I will only answer, my answer will only be as good as the question. So 
make your question something that will warrant a juicy answer or something more worth your time because you're tuning in. So answer will be equal to your question. I'm going to spin out on this, spin away from this, and say thank you to everybody who has followed me on the podcast page. Thank you to everybody who has continued to follow me after the switch from the Find Your Fight brand, where we got uh, we got a little deep, a little bit existential, like we kind of dove into more mental health things. Um, but since we no longer have that co-host, Ms. Veronica, she's doing other things with life and kicking ass at everything in life, traveling the United States taking lots of cool photos if you'd like to follow her. She is on Instagram. I recommend T with V. T-E-A with V. Believe some underscores in there. T underscore with underscore V. Yeah. So check that out. That's, That's her page. She's got a couple other pages. So check out Veronica. Keep up to date with her. But if you want more of this content, like I said, come at me with your questions on Facebook. But remember, when there's something that's, that's wrong and you know it's wrong and you feel compelled in your gut to say, no, like enough's enough. No matter what it is. You've seen somebody get bullied at school. You've seen somebody get bullied in the office or at your your college campus, or just in your day-to-day commute. You see a homeless man getting harassed by some drunk asshole or another homeless man or, or whatever. Witness that. Been there, done that. Can't make this shit up. I defended this homeless man. I defended this man who had literally a sack of belongings to his name and the clothes on his back. And I was going to the corner store to get my tall boy... 25 ounce tall boy some serious shit and uh a beef jerky that was like my morning routine that's how i'd start my day that was before i was into fitness and lifestyle but i was coming back and this dude was like getting harassed by this this bald guy on a bike i'm like no man (laughs) this is not happening right now so i uh like dropped my beer and the things in my hands and I sprinted after this guy that was like had this guy's stuff took this man's bag of stuff that's all he had ran him down I tackled him I'm like give that back bro like I'll go to jail for this man behind me I don't know him but I sure as hell don't know you and you have no good intent here so get it back you know, raise the fist like I was going to throw like a hard left down on left elbow. And dude's like, no, 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 no. You know, I don't want to trouble. He's a skinny guy. I'm, I'm a pretty big dude. I got, I got some size to me. Always have been a big guy. So, again, when you see something that's not right, you feel it in your gut. Do something. Say something. Even if you're the only one that's on that hill, you got to be willing To die on that hill because you know it ain't right. So stand up, speak up, be a part of the new narrative that is 
the old narrative. I don't know where the fuck we got lost as a society in between, but we need to stick to our values. Stick to heroism, patriotism, freedom. Stick to the things that made this country great. And kibosh the shit that's ruining it. Kibosh all these little steps that they're taking from top down to normalize being a victim. They're eliminating the middle class. They're eliminating small businesses. The pandemic took a lot of those things. If you're not seeing the mayhem, the aftermath yet, I hope, I hope you do soon. I hope you see it. Everybody's seen it with gas prices, but there's so much more than just gas prices going on right now, y'all. There's so much more going on. So do your homework, do your research, think for yourself. Don't be sheep. Peace.